Hey, good morning to you. Good morning. This is uh, Walk and Talk number 75. And it's a cool 75 degrees outside. Uh, it's quite uh, beautiful. Uh, just walked uh, past one of my neighbors and said hello. And Joe said, uh, hot, hot, long summer. Uh, this is uh, Walk and Talk number 75, September 16th. And we're talking about trauma. Uh, we're talking about disappointment. What does Jesus say to disappointment? What does Jesus say to trauma? Uh, it is uh, clear skies. It's just a uh, beautiful September 16th morning. Uh, yesterday, last week, yesterday we left Alaska and uh, arrived late last night into uh, Phoenix. It was in the uh, upper 40s and uh, my last walk and talk there was 50 degrees between Anchorage and Phoenix Supposed to get up to a hundred today uh, usually In Anchorage the temperatures are 50 60 degrees. So some 50 degrees difference My neighbor said just now Long hot summer a Neighbor that uh, has gone with our men's group to Alaska uh, fishing. Uh, what makes something hot? What makes something long? Is it the temperatures? Yeah, that can be a disappointment. But usually the temperatures in terms of heat or cold doesn't create trauma or disappointment. But it could lead to some tragedy. Uh, uh, there's all kinds of accidents that occur in the heat or the cold. Uh, I want you to think with me for, for a few moments this morning. What do you get disappointed over? Uh, what do you... Well, your, your trauma, your... Where you feel like you've been hit in the gut, heartbreak. Uh, Jesus in John chapter 14 is about to be crucified. It's uh, it's an amazing passage. Uh, I shouldn't say he's about to be crucified. He, he has been crucified. He's gone to heaven. He's, he's back. And he's in what's called the upper room. And Jesus has gone through the most traumatic experience of his life. Crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection. By the time we get to John chapter 14. So it's safe to say uh, Jesus 
has experienced the most disappointment and the most heartbreak, the most trauma of any human being. Uh, physical, psychological, uh, and he, it's post-resurrection by a few days, and there's this amazing statement in John chapter 14, verse 1, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. And the next statement is, in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you, because I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I am coming again and will take you to myself so that where I am, there you also will be. Verse 4, and you know the way where I'm going. And then the person in the New Testament that's probably a lot like you and me, we call him the doubter, doubting Thomas. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, six verses, and it's post, immediate post-resurrection. The apostles, the believers, the followers of Jesus are in the upper room. They're basically in hiding. They're hiding because they're afraid the, of being arrested and persecuted because the, the story on the street was Jesus, his body has been stolen by the disciples and the disciples are faking the resurrection of Jesus. So they for three years, the apostles basically followed Jesus, but now they're in an upper room closed door, just uh, simply scared. So, Jesus appears in that upper room, and he says, Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. So, you got trauma. You have disappointment. Everybody does. Uh, the world will tell you how to address your disappointment. Self-help books, psychology books, uh, they may have some importance. That is between you and them. But I find it interesting that the foundation of dealing with disappointment, the disciples are petrified. The followers of Jesus are dismayed. They, they believe Jesus. Uh, they, they don't know what to believe after the resurrection. They're trying to pull it together. This is immediately 
sometime the week after the first Easter. And Jesus appears and he simply says, do not let your heart be troubled. That word troubled in the Greek is this, this heartbreak, this gut wrench, this, uh, it, it's, it's grieving, it's, it's wringing your hands. He says, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. It's interesting how Jesus reminds us you got to believe. So when the vertical is right, believe, the horizontal gets better. So when, when your faith in God is activated, when you believe in God and you, the Father, and you also believe in God, the Son, there is a foundational linkage between that and do not let your heart be troubled. So if, if trauma and disappointment is about loss, and it is, how do you win when you lose something very precious as these believers believe they lost Jesus? As they're trying to figure out a new paradigm with life without Jesus, they think everything that Jesus said was a lie. They're putting their arms around Jesus' resurrection, even though he told them it was going to happen. Believing in God is foundational. So the first step for trauma or disappointment is faith in God. Not faith in man, not faith in your circumstances, not faith in what's going on in politics, not faith in any other human being or institution. Faith, believe in God. And then Jesus quickly links from God the Father to God the Son, believe also in me. Have you had a, a transformation in your faith, in your believing? See, most of us are, are going through life, we're doubters. We're a lot like Thomas. We just, we don't get it. And, and nobody can solve the problem on faith. That's just between you and God. You have to decide, and I have to decide, uh, the fundamentals. And the fundamentals, the basic, the foundation, is simply... Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. So when the trauma occurs, whatever it may be, loss, a loss of a loved one, the trauma of being disappointed by your friends, the, 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 the trauma of not having something that you lost something special, could be the death of someone, it could be whatever brings you trauma or disappointment. When you're troubled, that in the Greek it's deep agony, when you're agitated, when you're hurt, when you're wounded, when you're angry, believe 
You're going to have to go vertical. You're going to have to go straight to God. Believe in God. But don't, it's not just any God. Jesus says, believe also in me. So fundamentally, to any trauma, any rejection, any loss in life, the foundation of turning it around, of getting rid of your trouble, your psychological dismay. Why is this happening? The sky is falling. I've just lost someone very precious. The trouble of your heart aching. Somewhere you're going to have to just simply decide are you going to believe in God or not? This is beyond beyond just a casual belief. So Jesus tries to help them I think Jesus in verse 1 wants us to just believe like a child believes a mom or a dad. Believe. Trust. Buy in. Believe. Just like when you you get up and you hit the light switch. You don't know the light switch is going to work or not to turn the lights on, but you believe, you trust, and you hit that switch and the lights come on. Just like when you get into your car and you take and hit that start button. You don't know if the car is going to start or not, but you believe. You choose to believe. And it does. So, it's faith is is a reliability. Now, this is not a a reliability on the unknown. Jesus had been with them for 3 years. They they saw all of his miracles. They saw him literally feed thousands of people just by making an announcement to God, just by praying to God. They saw Jesus crucified. Now they see Jesus resurrected. They saw him taken down off the cross. They, they knew where his grace was. So this is a basic challenge for every one of us. Believe. He is reliable. God the Father is reliable. God the Son is reliable. In your heartache, remember verse 2, John 14, verse 2. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Jesus has resurrected. He appears in the upper room. The disciples are in hiding. They're in fear of their life. They're traumatized by the crucifixion. And, and the Roman soldiers, everyone is out to uh, destroy the, the teaching, the, 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 the memory of Jesus. And he's talking about heaven. So I think it's interesting. In verse 1, we're talking present tense heartbreak earth and Jesus takes you immediately in verse 2 in my father's house so in heaven in heaven that's where I'm going Jesus says in heaven there's a place for you there's a room reserved for you so we go from 
earth. We go from a psychological trauma, some huge disappointment, to heaven. And this is all by the promise, by the words of Jesus. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. So when life becomes a shock in whatever, whatever that may be, when you begin to experience your, your trauma, your disappointment, you're going to have to decide what do you, what do you believe? Who do you believe? Who do you trust? Who is reliable to you? So you go from earth, present tense, disappointment. Jesus immediately says, don't be troubled. Believe in God. Let's, let's talk about heaven. So the future, the beauty of the future is there's, there is a heaven. See, right now, today, in your trauma, your heartbreak, your disappointment, it may feel like hell. It may feel like the, the, the pain of hell. Hell is that eternal separation from God. It's a total loss. You lose everything. Hell's not the place to win. Hell's the place where you lose everything, and primarily you lose God, all of his goodness, all of his grace. And Jesus immediately takes the traumatized, the disappointed followers and says, let's talk about heaven. There is a place in heaven for you. Now, it, this is all predicated on verse 1. You're going to have to believe in God and the Father and God the Son. And Jesus says, look, I'm telling you the truth. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Verse 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm coming again and will take you to myself so that where I am there you also will be. This, this beauty of relationship with Jesus no trauma is going to stop your advancement to heaven. It's a promise. Jesus has dedicated his life. It doesn't matter what loss on earth uh, you have. It doesn't matter who is attacking you. It doesn't matter the heartbreak. Jesus says, you believe in me. Don't let your heart be troubled. We're headed to heaven. So in other words, earth is temporary. Each one of us must every day back up and realize earth, this life on earth, is short. It's not long. Heaven is long. Heaven is about eternity. And you're going to be in heaven with Jesus because he's prepared a place for you. And he says, I'm coming back. So the return of Jesus is promised there. 
what we call, we often refer to in the New Testament as the second coming. So the first coming is pre-crucifixion. Uh, and the second coming is he's coming back and will take, often in scripture, that's referred to the rapture from an eschatological point of view. There is a day in the future when Jesus says, I'm taking everyone who believes I'm taking you to heaven. It's a pretty amazing picture, isn't it? I'm there, and you also will be. You have the privilege of spending eternity in heaven, no matter what your trauma on earth is. If you're a believer in God the Father, if you're a believer in God the Son, Jesus says, hey, I've got you covered. That's called atonement. I died on the cross to cover your sins. You put your faith in me. I take the punishment, Jesus says, and I promise you a place in heaven. Verse 4 says, and you know the way where I am going. Verse 5 says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? So, trauma, the disappointments in life, make life confusing. We don't know where Jesus is going. We don't know the way. Trauma clouds up our thinking. Not only does trauma disappoint us, but mentally we lose our bearing. It's beautiful when you think about the foundation of a relationship with Jesus is designed to give you stability. Let not your heart be troubled. You do know the way. I've prepared a place for you. You're going to go to heaven with me. We may not know everything that's going to happen between today and the day that you die or the day of the rapture. We may not know what's going to happen to you could be good it could be bad it could be ugly but these verses are saying Jesus addresses all of your trauma all of your heartbreak fundamentally you must believe it is just like a child who believes in mom Jesus says put your faith put your faith in me Jesus said, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. That's interesting, isn't it? I am the way, the way to heaven. I am the truth about heaven, and no one comes to the Father through me. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth about, I'm life too. So when on earth you might lose a job you might lose uh, something very precious to you could be your health it could be something as simple as a divorce in the sense that in the scheme of things that's not simple but it happens some 50% of people get divorced it could be you lose a child it could be you you lose someone you've loved all your life 
every time you begin to experience disappointment, every time you experience heartbreak, when you're confused about the way, the way to heaven, when you're confused about your life, Jesus says, believe. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I think lots of us take these basic fundamental truths and we just simply ignore them. I think when trauma occurs, we're so disappointed over the loss of something. We forget how much we win by believing in Jesus. Not losing, you win. This uh, coming Sunday, the, the verses to be preached uh, will focus on with Jesus, you only win. You can't lose with Jesus. So the win for Jesus is so huge. The win that Jesus offers for you is so big. There's no losing. Every time you think of the win that Jesus offers, in my Father's house are many rooms. I'm preparing a place for you. I'm coming again. You will be with me. Trust. I am the way, Jesus said. I am the truth. I'm not a lie. I am life. I am eternal life. I am the creator of life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus. There is no doubt that faith in Jesus is the game changer. So how's your, your trust factor? This is, this is just a childlike, you call it a blind trust, call it an educated trust, call it a research trust, call it whatever you want to call it. But faith is believing in something you fully can't comprehend. And Jesus says, if you want to get to God the Father, if you want to get to heaven, you're going to have to come through me. Jesus is the door. He is the way. A man, a human, not only human, but God, 100% human, 100% God, sent by his Father from heaven to earth, sent on a mission to love you to, to the point of crucifixion to take the punishment for your sins. He resurrected on the third day. Do you believe? See, lots of us get caught up in the politics of life. A lot of us get caught up in the drama of life, don't we? 
a lot of us get caught up in what we're losing. Listen, Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. He's talking to the scared, disappointed, traumatized uh, believers. Might have been, I don't know, 11. Might have been 15. I don't know how many. Uh, we're in that upper room. Could have been 25. But they're all in hiding. The door is locked. And you recall in the prior passages that Jesus simply appeared in their midst. That Jesus simply did not open the door. He walked right through it. He's God. So when you think about faith believe. It's amazing. Good morning. It really doesn't matter, does it, what happens on earth. Jesus has made this tremendous promise. In my Father's house are many rooms. Heaven is waiting for you. And I've prepared this place specifically for you, Jesus says, for followers, for people who believe. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus says. You got to come through Jesus to get to God the Father. A human, but God. Crucified for every failure, every sin you've committed and forgiven by the shed blood of Jesus. Trauma is real. Disappointment is real. The heartbreak of life is real. It's not... It is not going away. Just remind yourself with Jesus you never lose. Remind yourself that your faith in Jesus has to stay primary. It has to stay fundamental. When the disappointments of life come, and they will, you're going to have to draw on the promises of Jesus and by faith like a child. He is the way. He's not a lie. He's the truth. And he's life. Life present tense and life eternal. Life does not exist without Jesus. Do you believe that? John 1, 1, in the beginning was, was God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. That's Word. Truth is Jesus. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. The sun definitely has decided to uh, do what it does every day, pop up. And the temperatures have started heating up.
Uh, be encouraged, not discouraged. You got heaven waiting. Guess what? The temperature will be in heaven. I don't know. I wish I could tell you. But I can tell you, it'll be perfect. You'll see and experience the beauty of God like you cannot imagine. The Bible tells us that you will get to worship Jesus. Start believing now. Start worshiping Jesus now. Don't. Nothing else but Jesus. Just give me Jesus. Believe in God the Father. And believe also in Jesus, his son. This is a beautiful beautiful day this coming Sunday join us for our 8 a.m. traditional service or 930 uh, a little bit more contemporary and our 11 uh, more contemporary in the worship center uh, some of our services are online some are not 11 o'clock is the upper room upstairs, and 6 p.m. is our evening. Uh, go to our webpage to find the details on uh, our on-campus services and online. It's a beautiful morning. Don't get bogged down on earth. Raise your eyes and smile. Do not let your heart be troubled. Jesus changes everything. Have a great one.